its foundational charter, faith in fundamental human rights, the dignity and worth of the human person, and a commitment to promote better standards of life in larger freedom. In the years that followed, member states of the United Nations strived to develop the human rights provisions of the Charter and capture them in a single document. It took three years to agree on a common vision. On the 10th of December, 1948, the General Assembly of the United Nations adopted the Universal Declaration of Human Rights as a common standard of achievement for all peoples and all nations. Still, it is the first step in a great evolutionary process. It is the first occasion on which the organized community of nations has made a declaration of human rights and fundamental freedoms, and it has the authority of the body of opinion of the United Nations as a whole. And millions of people, men and women and children all over the world, will turn for hope and guidance and inspiration to this document. While history alone can determine the historic significance of an event, it is safe to say that the declaration before us may be destined to occupy an honorable place in the procession of positive landmarks in human history. The declaration consists of a preamble and 30 articles, with Article 1 powerfully proclaiming that all human beings are born free and equal in dignity and rights. No discrimination. Right to life, liberty and security. No slavery. No torture or cruel, inhuman or degrading treatment or punishment. Equal protection of the law. No arbitrary arrest, detention or exile. Fair and public hearing. No arbitrary interference with privacy. Right to freedom of movement. Right to seek and enjoy asylum. Right to a nationality. Right to marry and to found a family. Right to property. Freedom of thought, conscience and religion. Freedom of opinion and expression. Freedom of peaceful assembly and association. Right to take part in government. Right to work. Right to rest and leisure. Right to food, clothing, housing, medical care and social services. Right to education. Right to participate in cultural life. These human rights are not country specific. They are not a reward for good behavior or particular to a certain era or social group. They are the rights of people of every color, from every race and ethnic group, whether or not they have disabilities, citizens or migrants, no matter their sex, their class, their caste, their creed, their age or sexual orientation. The Declaration has generated action for human rights protection in many ways. It has inspired hundreds of human rights instruments that together constitute international human rights law and a number of international bodies and mechanisms for human rights protection. The principles of the Declaration have supported the decolonization struggle and have been enshrined in the constitutions of the newly established countries 
which have joined the United Nations. The declaration has inspired national and regional human rights protection systems, including legislation and institutions. And it continues to guide the work of human rights defenders and advocates worldwide. Today, the declaration is available in more than 500 languages and dialects, and it has obtained the Guinness World Record for the most translated document in the world. The 10th of December, the day on which the declaration was adopted, is celebrated each year as Human Rights Day. The declaration emphasizes the relevance of human rights in our daily lives. Where, after all, do universal human rights begin? In small places close to home? So close and so small that they cannot be seen on any maps of the world. Yet they are the world of the individual person, the neighborhood he lives in, the school or college he attends, the factory, farm or office where he works. Such are the places where every man, woman and child seeks equal justice, equal opportunity, equal dignity without discrimination. Unless these rights have meaning there, they have little meaning anywhere. Without concerted citizen action to uphold them close to home, we shall look in vain for progress in the larger world. Yeah, perfect, perfect timing. <laughs> Hello, Kelsey. Hello, how's it going? It's good, how are you? I'm good, how are you doing? Keith, good, Tron? Thank you. Hey. Tron, how are you? I'm good. Omnitron is here. He survived the last couple weeks, mm -hmm. which is good. What is the date today, Kelsey? Sorry, I'm struggling with my... I think Kelsey's right 13th. 13th of um, December. It is the 13th of December. We're actually going to be dedicating this episode to the 10th of December, Human Rights Day. We just missed it. That's right. We just missed it three, but, day, three days ago. But yeah. we'll, uh, obviously, that little intro there was... Um, kind of an idea of what the whole podcast is going to be on. It, it was a great evening. prelude to what we have going on today. Um, so guys, I sent you a list of some questions the other week. You did. Uh, you had some time to look over, think of them. I told you guys not to Google anything. That's right. We're just supposed to just answer to, your questions. You know, ponder and think about it. And uh, we're going to get to some of those questions today. Sure. They were based on morality, natural law, and human rights. Right. So any off the, like... I mean, you know, it was a, it was a great topic. Thoughts? when I, saw, I know that you had been thinking about this kind of podcast for a while, and it's obviously pretty prevalent in society today and what we're going through. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's great timing for this episode, too, with uh, the 10th of December being, um, you know, that day. Mm -hmm. uh, when I looked at the questions, it was just kind of one of those things, like, where do you really start on ethics and morality and what really does that mean? Yeah, so I guess uh, before we kind of get into what we're going to talk about today, I will read over those questions that sure. I sent to you guys and um, let the listener ponder while we kind of go over all this. So I sent, um, what is the occult? What is natural law? What are human rights? Is government morally legitimate? Where do human rights come from? Is morality objective or subjective? 
Do humans have free will? And is morality a science? So, I guess we can dive in. Yeah, I mean, it's a there's quite the quite the few questions. Did you read all those questions, Trent? Yeah, I just did. (laughs) (laughs) No, I read them before. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, which where where should we start? Question one. Well, no, I'm gonna start about kind of where I landed into this pool of thought. Yeah, where did where did uh, where did this this morality thought pattern come come so about? So I was uh, cruising the old Twitterverse. I think it was maybe two two and a half three weeks ago, and I came across something. And I've mentioned Ryan Bledsoe before from his podcast Bledsoe Said So. Right. And I saw that he had posted something to his timeline, and it was a documentary by Mark Passio called "What on Earth Is Happening." I'm intrigued. Yeah. Why not? I got some, I got some time to kill. Uh, So I looked into it and this documentary was like an hour long and it's blown my mind ever since. You said you were going to send that to, to me. I'm going to send it to you guys after tonight and we will link it in the show notes. We're also going to link that video that we had. Yeah. The one that we introed with for sure. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So that is the UN declaration of human rights that was written 73 years ago. Right. You you said that to me today. Yeah. Um, and you said how many of those rights I have think we violated? Eighteen of them we've kind of violated in the last couple of years as as far as the declaration is written and as far as the thirty things that are And that in still the, stands today, that declaration. So Yeah, nineteen forty eight it was written, took th- it started in nineteen forty five, so they started writing this declaration in nineteen forty five for right after United World Nations War II. after World War Two. Um I, I think the United Nations really had to sit down and figure out exactly what human right what a human right is is and we'll be going over that today too yeah and how um how to best put that in a broad scope um globally as a, as opposed to nation by nation and everyone that was in um you know the the coalition uh, had a say in it and it did take them 3 years to write this and in 1948 December 10th is when this you know, the declaration or the document of human rights by the United Nations was released. Um, and as it said in the opening there, one of, it's the most translated and widest range document on the planet yeah. as far as scope of how many people it reaches and how, how many people have downloaded, how many people have read it, how, how many languages it's been translated to. So uh, a very important topic on this day and age of what we're going through too, as, as well yeah, as so- a society. We're going to link that video and the document in our show notes as well. For sure. I think that's important for people to read over. Um, I, uh, to put it lightly, I think we may have forgotten about it in the last couple of years. Like I really it think. It seems to be that way. Yeah. And I think what I want to cover today is something that is very controversial, not very well known or understood as well. So right. like I said, all of this came from this uh, documentary by Mark Passio, uh, What on Earth is Happening? Uh, he starts into this presentation about who he is and how he came to all of this knowledge about natural law. Right. Uh, so he has actually used to be a dark occultist, like in a secret society. He did not mention which one, but I guess he had troubled, tortured, traumatic childhood like Many the rest, many of the rest of us. Many and of us too, yeah. When you're fighting that system, I guess some people look to 
other groups, organizations, religions for answers or a sense of community if you haven't felt that. So that's where he was explaining. He kind of came into that mentality to want to go to a dark occult secret society. Right. So um, what do you guys think natural law, the human condition is current or uh, let me break that down a little bit more. What do you think the human condition is currently in this state of the world right now? Individually or as a, as a whole, you could do micro or macro. Yeah. I mean, individually human condition now is, I mean, completely depleted as what it was known to be in, in my understanding of what, what our human right is or what society has told us our human right is or what in a broader sense it is mm-hmm. nationally, um, you know, per hemisphere worldwide. Um, and it's all, it seems to be changing daily. Yeah. Ron, what do you reckon? <clears throat> uh, well, um, I just think with like what we just listened to, yeah. um, how it, it was all to protect us yeah. and by, Everyone kind of saying to each other, we got to protect each other by... From this virus. Yeah, protect each other, protect each other. As an example. It turned around and it's like we lost all our protection. That's that's great. It seems that very much that we've lost our own individual protection. The basis of what I see um, with the current human condition uh, on a micro or macro scale is that a lot of people currently are living in fear and slavery. I think that mm-hmm. fear has been, I mean, we've talked about it multiple times that fear is, is the most powerful emotion to invoke mm-hmm. on someone to get something yeah. and out of them. We live in a society where there's a definite uh, divide between government or those who rule and your average human. And I think that's the problem is because we've lost our way into understanding what morality and natural law is. For sure. Um, so my first question to you guys is what is the occult to you guys? I mean, it, the occult is a, you know, a basis of, you know, in the broadest sense of the way it is, it's a, it's a belief system, um, outside of religion and science. Okay. Tron, what do you think the occult is? Um, I, I think there's many. Okay. Uh, but. I don't know. The, I guess some could be good. Some are not good. Okay. Um, well, breaking down the word, the definition of a cult is essentially hidden knowledge, uh, not commonly known, uh, the study of the laws of nature. That right. is what a cult is. So it's basically just unknown knowledge and um, hidden knowledge. So occultists are people who know hidden knowledge. So, I know a lot of that. So all the scientists trying to help everybody, basically, they have hidden knowledge. But in the secret society, dark occultist theme of it all, or who they are, they're, they're hiding it in their secret societies, and that generates the divide of it. So the dark occultist would be there to deceive, manipulate uh, for greed and power. That's why they're not letting this kind of knowledge out there in the world because it would change up their entire class system of they want more greed and they want more power. So the more secret the laws of nature are to your average citizen, the more they're going to have greed, power, and money. 
and we're going to be in a lower class. Right. That's essentially what a dark occultist is. And uh, secret societies, what we're going to be getting into is basically the fundamental reality of what they know and they're hiding from us. Because if we knew, they wouldn't be empowered. Well, CNN knows a lot of it. They put that out there to us. So what do you guys uh, think natural law is? I mean, for me, natural law is is what's in front of us and what we've been taught over the years onto what we're supposed to believe and and the way we're supposed to believe it in the way that it happens naturally in, in society and on earth and with science, laws, and mathematics and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that is the way that it's kind of laid out mm-hmm. and that's the way it kind of progresses in in the state of which they say natural law is right. Okay. Okay. John. Uh, I think, well, maybe a long time ago, natural laws were made to once again, going back to protect us, protect each other. And now um, I'm not really seeing a natural law that much. Interesting. Okay. So natural law, it's actually not Darwinism. So in school, do you guys ever remember learning another philosophy of how we came about apart from a dog eat dog world. Do you remember ever learning about anything else? Like I feel like in school Darwin is a, yeah. In school. Like, well, I mean, we were taught I'm older. So religion was still part of right. part of education. Okay. Uh, for myself personally, I was only remember being taught Darwinism. Right. What about you, Tron? Uh, I think I'm there with Keith. On yeah. Things. You heard like, a little bit more religion. Yeah. yeah. I think there was a little bit heavier on the religious side, uh, as opposed to the scientific side. I think, I think by the time we got to high school, uh, the scientific side became more uh, prevalent. Darwinism became more prevalent. And, um, <clears throat> I mean, there's that, thing where religion doesn't believe dinosaurs were on the planet and then Darwinism and, and evolution that believes that there is. <laughs> so there was the, yeah. those things kind of met probably, yeah. I'm thinking grade nine, grade 10, when we started getting into actual science right. and real courses as opposed to, I mean, when I was in public school, I, can't, I don't know if all the way through public school, but most of public school, maybe till I was seven or grade eight, we still said the Lord's Prayer in the right. yeah, at school. That. Oh, really? Yeah, before the anthem or after the anthem. One of the two, we stood up and sang the anthem and we sang the Lord's Prayer. That may be You guys aren't that much like older than I am. And that is, Mm -hmm. unless you went to Catholic school, that was not happening. Yeah, they gave out Bibles too. I remember getting a Bible. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go to Catholic school First week in grade eight, I moved to like a really religious town and I was gifted two Bibles by like people in my class. Right. Yeah. yeah, we we went through Never all of that kind of those. stuff. And I think it was maybe grade seven or grade eight when, when separation of state and religion and and uh, education became separate for, you know, obvious reasons that science became a little more prevalent in okay. in what was deemed as a reality or what you could actually teach, right? You're supposed to teach mm-hmm. on evidence. So, right. <laughs> so there was maybe that right. started there was to some happen as well. Conflicting nature in that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but... So natural law is what I'm saying is not the Darwinism, Darwinistic theory of a dog eat dog world. Right. Um, natural law is inherent to and having a basis in reality and nature. So it is a law um, that is an existing condition that is both binding and immutable. So that's unable to be changed. 
uh, they're universal, non-man-made binding and unchangeable conditions which govern the behavior consequences of beings with the capacity for holistic intelligence. So let's break that down a little bit. Um, natural law governs collective free will choices, if you will, like consequences of moral and or, uh, immoral behavior, action, reaction kind of thing in, in the laws of nature. Like that's not just humans, that's animal kingdom as well, gravity and all that stuff. So they're hidden laws of life, not in the, in the physical and in the non-physical realm, mainly in the non-physical realm. Um, so it's a science of immoral or a science of morality. Um, other names for it could be moral science or moral law, cosmic law, cause and effect, moral theory, karma, the golden rule, Right. Um, but it's a community for moral behavior in a sense. Does that make sense mm, to you guys? That does yeah, make yeah, sense. Yeah, I like how you brought the animal aspect into things where they don't really have a governing law over yeah. them. They're just, they create their own. Exactly. Uh, but somehow. Karma, you know? in a sense, too, is a big one that most people would, or the golden rule, like do unto others what you would want to be done to you. Um, that is basically natural law. So right. I think to some degree, there is a basis of understanding like for most people, but they just don't know what that natural law essentially means. Right. Hi, Mike. We just had Mike walk in. Mike's business. walking through the front door there. <laughs> He's going right so, into the back room. Do you guys think we have inherent rights as human beings? So human rights, do you, do you believe we do? We'll start with you, Keith. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, as, as the intro that we played, um, what you know, do you think the definition of that is? I mean, it can be it depends morally, ethically, uh, law-abiding, uh, religious, your own personal beliefs, truth, faults. There's so many different avenues of of the way we're supposed to present ourselves in humanity towards other human beings, uh, regardless of legal law, um, which is I like that you put that in completely different one, right? Remember that. Yeah. So legal law is completely different, which is a set of rules that we are supposed to abide by and adhere to that were created by governing bodies to keep society safe, right? Or in line or Mm -hmm. prevent mass chaos. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, What do you think, Tron? Do we have inherent human rights? Uh, yeah, going off what Keith said, I think, I think we do for sure. I mean, I can, I can, I can wake up, I can, um, choose whatever job I want to do. Um, I can come here, do a podcast. So (laughs) that's if we Uh, let you in. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's his human right to be let in to do the podcast. Yeah. So I guess, uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't have a key though. Do you have a key? I do have a key. Yeah. How did you get a key? I don't know. It took, it took two years, but. Okay. Half my house is here. So, That's right. Yeah, half your house is here. That's right. <laughs> in that little gray box in the back, which yeah. you can actually get to now. That, that was beautiful. Cleaner. I haven't seen that. I want to see it. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. That's in what? here in human rights, we can go back to the UN document, essentially. Yeah, right to the Universal Declaration of Human Rights from, from the UN. Right? Yeah, so, a right is an action that does not initiate harm to another sentient being. That's yeah, one we're of bo- them. And we're as born well. with that, right? We'll right? start off with that one. That is a human right that we all have. And why we're losing that, our rights and our freedoms in this current day and age, is interesting because 
were really unaware of this natural law, right? That were be- like being hidden from us. So wrongdoings, harmful behaviors, let's define immoral behavior in the sense of theft, murder, assault, rape, um, trespass, coercion, lying. But the underlying feature of all of those is theft. That is the most immoral behavior of all because it defines all of them. So murder would be theft of life, assault, theft of security, rape, um, theft of so many different things, consent and will, uh, theft of property, theft of um, when trespassing, theft of... There's so many different avenues that you can go down with this this type of questioning too, right? Is like coercion being a theft of free will, right. lying being a theft of on, like lying can be lying can be one truth. of the top ones, right? Because that can lead everything down. That the is wrong one path. that you were talking about with me today earlier, and I was mm-hmm. like, let's get back to it. So yeah, it's a tough one. Lying these are is all, yeah, those are all transgressions of natural law. And I would think lying is probably the most prevalent. Um, you know, in morality or in our life currently in this type of society that yeah. we're living in, right? But there is the non-aggression principle, the um, wrong to initiate violence, but self-defense is a right to a defense. So we do have that, um, that I, I think is allowed when you're in the, the same room as immoral behavior, you do have the right to self-defense. That is a natural law as well equality we all have the natural law and right to have the same rights as anyone regardless of who you are race religion sexual orientation there's no exceptions to this law under natural law um and then legality does not equate to morality i think that we should move into that one so laws put into place by governments and our authority figures aren't always equal or they're not always morally correct. No, or ethically correct. They're they're a a set group of laws that are initiated to protect certain actions against certain other actions and certain outcomes. Right. Right. And those laws have consequence. Right. But then my next question would be, is government authority morally legitimate? What do you guys think? Depends on that. Like there's so many levels to that question, depending on which like, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, government is supposed to be morally in line with the like with the people that voted them in. Those laws right. and the morality and government is supposed to put things in place to protect the people within their nation or within their um, area that they're in charge of, right? So these laws, this is where morality and, and actual written law have a very thin line of what one is towards the other. Right. Right. So um, obviously law in theory is supposed to protect everyone. Morality in theory is supposed to, you are supposed to, like you said, do unto others, like you wish them to do unto you. Mm -hmm. And that is inherent laws as well as you are supposed to do these things in order to protect yourself and protect others and everyone's supposed to live on the planet and be happy and safe, right? In your Mm -hmm. community, in your country, in, and you know, in another country, that's why there's laws to protect you for asylum in other countries. So that if you go there, so all these things are put in place 
and have been put in place by governments and societies to protect individual rights for each person in that place and time. Right. Okay. Right. So hopefully we continue to do such a thing. Tron, do you think government authority is morally legitimate? You mean like, are they doing the right thing? Like, do we need it? Like, well, yeah. Do you think it's morally legitimate? Or do we need it is not necessarily the question I'm asking. Yeah, I don't know. It's a big one for me. I don't. Stumped? Yeah. It's a tough one. I don't know that they're actually doing it, right? I mean, they're not doing it. And Mm -hmm. and that I'm sure we're going to get into actually what they are doing Mm -hmm. currently in aspects to, to these things, right? But I will say human authority is morally illegitimate. So government, the royals, whatever, um, because it is not voluntary. Um, it leads or it has coercion in it. Endless. Usually leads to vi- uh, violence and immoral behavior. Think about it. If you are threatened with a law or a fine going to jail, as long as you are aligning yourself with moral behavior, some laws are not moral. If you That's think right. about it, they're based mm-hmm. in coercion and violence. And I'm, I don't have a problem with the police. I've met very many like OPP mm-hmm. officers. Yeah, for sure. And police officers that I really love. But government, in a sense, to the natural law is morally illegitimate because right. it is putting someone in authority over you when we are all supposed to be on the same playing field. And we'll get more into it, but we don't live in a moral society. I mean, which that's is becoming why more, and more evident. Which is why we have more authority and more coercion and non-voluntary laws and immoral behavior in society. Because people on a, on a basis level right now for humanity, we are very immoral creatures. Right. So does government authority exist in nature? Uh, <clears throat> I think I can kind of help with what we're talking about here. Yeah. We have our... Um, Authority that outside that we're in now our free free world. When you get arrested or go to prison, that's a whole new ball game. I yeah. mean, there are rules set that weren't set by the government of that prison. For sure, you're talking right? specific to a, a jail or a prison in like the authority of a correctional officer. Uh, well, just just within the um, the criminals, the criminals, yeah, they set oh. their they new oh. rules. Their new right within like the general population. Yeah, yeah, which is a, a set thing. I've heard stories. Yeah, it's like, wild. So it's kind of neat. How, like listening you talk about here, and then going into like lying and thieving, and then you get sent to this other level of authority. Within the group, a completely different set of laws, a completely di- which are completely probably all immoral. But again, they are you're doing these things that are classified immoral to stay alive or yeah. align with this new set of rules and laws that they have written or made themselves mm-hmm. in this own tight knit community of yeah. a prison or a you know a jail or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. those things. Um, there's no rule book when you go in they're like these are the rules of of this prison it's just like you gotta that, that's it they teach you like yeah yeah so uh yeah uh do you guys think government authority exists in nature you just ex- exhibited a certain 
example there with mm-hmm. the jail and prison that yeah. is in an in nature sort of uh, but like in nature and the in the wild do you think government authority exists i mean not in like in the animal kingdom sure i mean government authority i think i mean it depends like in a hierarchy of a species say horses for example do they have their own set of rules as or do you are you saying that the government has overseen these I'm just animals. asking you a question. I know that in 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 the animal kingdom or nature or every different species has their own set of rules and their own thing that they mm-hmm. ab- abide by for their pride or their pact or their gaggle or whatever, right? I mean, I mm-hmm. know even for horses, right? You think There is a hierarchy. There's definitely yeah. a hierarchy and I know like for horses for example, they pu- they push the weakest horse to the the lead of the pack Mm -hmm. and that horse is supposed to go out and protect the other horses. And they put the weakest one out there in case there's any danger. But I will say Mm -hmm. guys in the animal kingdom, they're all still on an equal playing field, whether because authority can be challenged there. They put a leader. It's not necessarily an authority figure. They're still trying to morally work through their nature to keep all of their people safe. For sure. And I think if they were starting to act immorally, it's shown that they can be challenged and pushed out of that leadership position. For sure. But government authority is essentially illegitimate man-made construct, hierarchy, immoral. Um, so have on here. So yeah, politicians, police, military, royals, all perpetuate the suffering, death, wars, government claim. And it's, we're not supposed to question it, but you just can't like, I don't know. In the moral versus immoral conversation, all of them are immoral to a certain degree. But I think the biggest thing that Mark Passio talked about in this documentary was the more immoral a society is, the more enslavery they're going to be, the more moral a society is, the more free they're going to be. I mean, that would make perfect sense. And we currently do not live in a moral society. And that would be a reason why we have not a lot of freedoms right now. And we have a lot of division. We have yeah. a lot of hate. We have a lot of questions. We have we listen to an absurd amount of lies that come out of, of media, media, politicians, um, politicians, and I think a lot of this, and, and this goes to morality and ethics, is is truth, right? And it goes back to the truth. Like, well, the, when did, when did like, truth actually disappear? If we knew that everyone disappear? was equal and authority was illegitimate, we'd all be on this level playing field that if someone was acting immoral in society, don't you think they would be booted from society? You would think. So- That is a good thing to think about. The more immoral you are, even in just life on a base level, the less free you're going to be. The more moral you are, the more freedoms and happiness you probably will have. The more people that are going to be around you to help you and prop you up as well, right? Yeah. The next thing Mark Passio talked about was the human condition is slavery. Um, So his question that he posed in the documentary, I'll post to you guys, is taxation by government morally legitimate? We're going to talk about taxes? No, it's just a, just a question. I mean, I think t- taxes could be a great thing if they were 
if the money was spent morally, right. if the money was put back to the people that pay into it morally and ethically, and that that money went to the right places to help people morally and ethically, right. which I don't think currently that happens. I think a lot of that money goes elsewhere to other things and the elsewhere and other things are greed and power. Right. Tron. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think um, with the taxes, I mean, I guess it has to be there because I don't think people are going to be taking money out of their pocket going, Hey, let's fix this hole in the ground and let's, let's fix all this stuff. For sure. Right. So there's that. And then, but yeah, it's, I mean, I can't even, I don't even think I can walk in a hospital right now. Right. You know? Right. And get proper health care. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, because you're not vaccinated. And that's just me. That's just my I mean, person. I was, I yeah. was in a hospital a couple of weeks ago, uh, hernia, and um, doctor was with me for 10 seconds, peaced out, like just had no time to explain anything to me, but they, I don't know. Was that because I told them I was unvaccinated? That was part of my intro questions. Who knows? I'm not sure why that's even a question. The vaccine doesn't seem to be working. Well, I guess. What would it matter if you are or you're not? If you have complications or something from the vaccine, it'd be good for the doctors to know. That would be good for them to know. (laughs) For for sure. I don't know that it's going to make them any safer if you are vaccinated. Similar, like with drug laws, like vaccine laws or mandates. What's moral is that we each have the right to put in our bodies what we so choose, right? I think that that's one of our human rights in the universal declaration. That is our rights. right to choose our own bodies. <clears throat> we have the right to choose. It is part of, it is part of the declaration. And this is the thing where it comes to morality. And listen, I've always been one that um, everyone around me, I want to treat right because I want them to treat me right. Everyone right. I want, everyone around me, I want to be safe, healthy. Um, and I want them to, to put onto me the same thing that I put onto them. So I don't want anyone to come, you know, put me in a situation where I could become unhealthy or unsafe. And I would never put anyone else in that position too. I think the more, the moral ethics of what is going on right now seems to be a very different idea on what all of that means to be and how to be to someone else. And I think, like you said, the less immoral you are, the less freedoms you have as a society and as a person. So do I morally think me not being vaccinated is, is causing a problem with everyone else? No, I do right. not think that. Am I told different? Yes, constantly, all the time, a different narrative is being pushed. Yeah. And that comes from lies, deceit, and greed. Well, and think about it too, like we don't have the right to go in an establishment now because we are unvaccinated. Correct. That's Which one, that's is, a big one. Like, like that is a, t- that, a restaurant. It is a tough one. And I think when this all came in and I know we had talked to a few people and even Tony Clement on the podcast about, um, some been, of our, and we've been yelled at. Yeah, we have. And, and I know that we've been, t- and we've talked about some, of our freedoms being taken away for the betterment of the larger group of society, right? So, 
okay, if you don't want to get vaccinated, then some of your freedoms need to be removed in order to protect the masses. So I, I get that whole theory. There's, there's no doubt that's a mathematical, in theory, that's a mathematical theory where, okay, you, we're not going to force you to do this because we believe morally that, that, that we should not force someone to take a drug that they don't want to take. And then on the other side, so you'll, you'll relieve some of your freedoms in order to maintain your own free freedom of what you want to put into your body. So I, I get all that. I get the the thought pattern of it. I get the government side of it. I get the health side of it. And then I get um, humanity side of that. It's very easy to understand when it's broken down that plainly. Yeah. You don't want to do this. So some of your freedoms are lost. Okay, perfect. But what happens when now none of that has worked? That's a great question. And that is kind of where we're at in society right now. Like we're on fourth boosters now, like- I mean, as far as even boosters or anything like that, the more and more numbers are coming out, more and more, the, the number is getting increasingly higher and higher and higher that people that are being affected are fully or partially vaccinated people. That right. number is jumping to a higher percentage every day than those that are getting it that are unvaccinated. Now, is that because the vaccinated are going out and they have all these freedoms and they're doing this and the, and the vaccine's not working? Or is it because the unvaccinated are staying home and stay like the number is not overly 50, 50 right now, but the number is getting closer to 56 to 58% vaccinated versus unvaccinated. And it's now bringing up the cracks in all of the, the suggestions that we've been told to do. Do you remember what it was two weeks to flatten the curve? I do remember. And now we're at four (laughs) vaccines. So you can have your job or travel. We do have the right to travel. That is a man-made human right. That is in the U.S. We have the right to congregate, too. We do. Which is one as Um, well. What do you think, Tron, on all of that? Well, going going back a bit, when we were talking about we're not allowed to go into restaurants or anything, uh, because this is, uh, we're getting up to Christmas. We just did our Thanksgiving. I wasn't invited to uh, one side Thanksgiving family dinner because I'm not vaccinated. So they're protecting themselves and- and right, but it does make sense though. Like if you, if but, they, if, and that, that's secluding you in a sense that, like, I don't know if, when, and if this breaks apart the vaccine and all of this stuff. When can you hear me now? Yeah. That, yeah. So when this story or thing breaks apart, like some of these relationships between family members that have, they may never be able to. They be re- may never repaired. be able yeah. to be repaired. Yeah. Like, well, I'm scared I, from I'm it. I'm sorry you know, to you know, hear it's, that. It's just the way it is. I, I mean, <clears throat> like it's, if they feel that um, a non-vaccinated person is going to kill them because they're vaccinated, I, I don't know what to do. Well, that's, you know, that's, I, I don't know how to fix that. I, right. And well, then what's the point in getting the vaccine? And Keith and I have spoken about this a lot before that, in the service industry, I find personally that's where I see the story breaking down so much faster and that it doesn't make sense. And some of these mandates like cross where it's just it's baffling to me. The whole wear your mask on the way in is then sit down. You can take it off. Uh, Keith and I can serve people all night long unvaccinated, but then 
Say we want to go get drinks with people after the same we, people served, we serve. The same people we've been serving all night. We can't go to another bar with them. It just breaks down completely, yeah. and it and you have to do mental gymnastics in order for the, it to the make sense. The whole thing does break down, and, mm-hmm. and you know it is coming close to Christmas, like yeah. like Tron just said. And I do have you know uh, older family members, aunts and uncles, parents. Um, I have a daughter. She's got a mom. We don't live together. Um, so obviously my job is to protect myself, my daughter, my family members, stay healthy, stay, stay safe. healthy, stay safe, do what I need to do to make sure that if I go visit these people, they're healthy, they're safe. Everyone in my family is, is vaccinated and, and everything else except for me. So it shouldn't be a problem, but I've started to notice and getting closer to Christmas, I am taking a rapid test every three days. You I, have, are. I have the rapid test at home. I'm taking the rapid test every three days. I also work in the public I yeah, I'm yeah. a server. I own a business. Well, that's so good. I, You're doing I, that. I am being very diligent. However, I'm being diligent taking a rapid test that I'm told is only 50% accurate. Right. It's the same rapid test. I mean, the government and the health unit is giving us these rapid tests. I'm taking them. I'm doing my diligence. Yet the test is deemed only 50% accurate. So in mathematics, the more doctor, I take the test. You? What's that? You were told that by a doctor, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, I mean, and it's general knowledge. You can see that. But these yeah. these rapid tests are the same tests that nurses take and other people take that are taking care of the elderly and the more susceptible mm. to this disease. So do we not have a better program to take a test? And then you can go to the, you can go get your PCR test or your RNA test. And just like any other virus, it won't test positive unless that virus is fully in your body. So you can take a test if you were, if you saw a non, a a COVID positive person, if I saw them today, and then I found out in the morning that they were positive for COVID and I went tomorrow to get my PCR test, the doctor, which I know will tell you that this test will probably come back negative because it has not been in your system long enough. Yet, if you're unvaccinated, you have to self-isolate for 10 days. If you're vaccinated, you're fine. You can go out. You just have to monitor symptoms. So if the testing isn't accurate, which it's very common knowledge and you can look up, the tests we're taking and the rapid tests we're taking aren't very accurate, then what are we taking the test for? What are we getting vaccinated for if it doesn't seem to be working? And And who are we protecting when we're doing it all? But then, and yeah. who? So the unvaccinated have to isolate for ten days. Okay. If you go take a PCR but then test if and you were unvaccinated, you can still go about your time. But then, just monitor your symptoms. Monitor your symptoms. You can go to work the next. But day. they say the vaccine lowers your symptoms. It lowers the symptoms and the severity of COVID nineteen. Thank you. Okay. Right. Yep. So you may still not know that you have it until you get a positive or a negative. You may not know test 10 days back. later and you could have been next to a COVID. Doing all of the things. Yes. Right. So mental gymnastics, where does that make sense? Like, right. I Again, that's what, that's where fear, division, power, greed, money, and all this kind of stuff come back into what play. What do you think about that logic? I think it's working perfectly for them. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Hear me out. Yeah. Because in the end, when, uh, well, when COVID started, we were told it was all about the hands. Don't touch anything. Clean everything when you get home. And I did that. Sure. You know, you go to- yeah, we all did. Go to the LCBO, clean all your cans because we don't know what's going on. And then, um, so the the cashless society kind of 
picked up a bit. There you go. Right. Um, yeah. Then I went to using these cards, which are chips, which eventually now we have tap. Um, there's people getting microchipped, and that's where it's going to go. That's what they want. They want you to be chipped. They want transhumanist agenda. Getting chipped, they will be able to tell if you have COVID right away, and they can just take you and lock you up for sure. That's that would, where it's going. It's going. Would, it's going to get really, really heavy. And it's starting to. I mean, yeah. we're seeing this with the new variant and stuff, and we're seeing things going backwards in a rapid. Uh, capacity we're seeing cases up over 1600 maybe 1700 today i haven't seen the numbers today but it was over 1600 yesterday so these are the highest numbers again since may so how are these numbers increasing so much when the unvaccinated can't go anywhere and there's vaccine passports so now that these numbers have changed where there's a higher percentage of vaccinated people getting covid 19 the first thing they come out and say is we're really going to have to step down and and really crack down on these paper vaccine passports because the non-vaccinated can forge them very easily. And so go let's out. get a QR code. So let's get a QR code. Yeah. Okay. So what's going to happen when you get a QR code and, and we, and this unvaccinated still are staying home and not doing anything yet. The numbers still go up to, like, how can they keep shifting this narrative and these goalposts and not, but scientifically now they're not getting the result they want. It's it's not going to go very well when well, these numbers continually like increase. They just continuously are trying to catch their tail, like in this logic, like oh, this is what we'll just say next, and then that seems breaks to be the way down it's very very quickly. And it's like oh, well then this is what will happen next. And I want to make it, I mean, very clear. I'm sure Kelsey and Tron and I all have the same opinion. We do not want anyone to get sick. I don't want COVID-19. We don't want anyone to, we don't want a family member or your family member in the listing audience to be sick or be affected by this. This is not what it's talking about. I feel very bad for everyone that has died over COVID-19 and the mishandling of all of this. So this is, this is not me being immoral or lying or, or just having an opinion on a certain thing. I definitely feel for all these people that have passed yeah. away and and society and the way businesses and people have been affected and family members that can't go to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Sure, I, because me being a moral person and having uh, these feelings inside, obviously I don't feel great for any of that. But at the same time, why are we being lied to? Why is this still happening? Why is this going on? Why are we still pushing this agenda that just doesn't seem to be working? If the vaccine worked which we're seeing very clearly that it is not working. And if I, w- I would sit here for hours and debate anyone that has a, a, a different opinion because the mathematics just don't show it. Math doesn't lie. It's a very easy calculation. Two plus two still equals five. So we know that. So why is this agenda and these lies and propaganda still being pushed to the general population? Is it because they're still believing it? The masses are still believing it? I. I think so. I don't know. Like, I think potentially it could be a progression into what Tron was talking about. Like, oh, when this doesn't work, this doesn't work. We'll all be online. Digital currency. You'll have your your computer chips in your arm. And it's the same thing that we... T- that like, we- I think it could be... Just, sorry, not to make, <clears throat> cut you off, but yeah, I no think problem. it could be... <clears throat> The, the breaking down of each narrative in the moment, uh, the the continuous of catching their tail, just trying to make next one work, but or same, it could be like the process. Yeah, and it's the yeah. same. But the, if you're going to do that and you're going to change it, like, and you're being so blatant about it, I think we can all see what's happening. And you know, whether you believe whatever you believe, it's still happening. 
the bottom line is they're still using the most demonic way of pushing the agenda, and that's fear. Yeah. And that no is not fair to No one makes a right decision anyone. in fear. And no one has critical thought when they are completely enveloped in fear. Right. Well, listen, I mean, that's a, it's a great topic, and I think we can continue with fear and, and stay with morality and ethics here yeah. and, and dive into what, what media is doing and what the control they're having over us with, with these same things on our human rights and, and morality. Um, do we want to take a little break and, and come back and touch yeah. on all that kind of um, stuff? Yeah. Before, before we do, sure. I have one quick, another fun one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Are driver's licenses morally legitimate? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have a car. I would love to be able to drive. Just, I can just get from point A to point B so much faster. But than you're, if, you're, if you're a driver, that means you're doing takeout, which Ooh, means you should that's, be vaccinated. That's right. So if for you to get your license, you should, you should be vaccinated. Should be. Thank you should God show I just your got card. mine renewed too. Yeah. I wonder how long that's going to last. Well, well um, probably next year. On that side, like, year and then. Um, driver's license kind of are a coercive restriction on the natural law of the right to travel. For sure. Right? Yes. Where are all these you laws get fined, contradicting you get charged themselves? If you have, like, if you're caught It's your driving, ID. Yeah, if you're caught uh, driving without a driver's license, or insurance, you can find or, your charge, right, or, or insurance, a license sure. plate sticker. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. But what you if you just have a car and you want to drive? I mean, as opposed to the law, you're not, or apropos to the law, you're not allowed, but right. technically that is immoral. Mm, that's a good point. Um, wonder if that'll stay <laughs> right. Let's just say that we might... <laughs> soon have to have a living license yeah you sent that to me not that long ago yeah where we have to have a license to prove that we're able to be human and then get our (laughs) own insurance (laughs) and renew our insurance and our sticker to update us on our health like crazy that'd be great honestly i think i would have had so much better of a time if i came into this life as like an Fucking squirrel. Squirrel? Red squirrel or I'd have so much more fun than You'd be a red squirrel. You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know what was going on. You know that that's one of my spirit animals. Moose and red squirrels. Moose and red squirrels. Well, on that, let's take a break. We'll see if we can find a gray squirrel. We'll be right back for part two of Other Side of the Rail. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. We're back. Part we are two. back for part we, two. We so back. before we get into the part two, we did want to say that we are kind of covering some heavy topics and what Tron mentioned earlier with um, not being invited to one side of his family's Christmas. I know a lot of people right now might be going through that. And we just want to say, like, we get it. We're here for you. And yeah, we definitely yeah. empathize. We understand it's really, really heavy. But um yeah, these are heavy topics and, and morality and human rights and all that kind of stuff are are heavy topics. And I mean, does a worldwide pandemic trump human rights? It seems it seems to be. Currently. And we want people to kind of come to this conversation and maybe look at current state of the world and this certain lens um, and keep an open mind. 
uh, for what we're talking about today. If it upsets you or you want to disagree with us, that's entirely fine. But come at this kind of conversation that we're having today with empathy and an open mind. Yeah, for sure. And an understanding or a will or a want. And there's no doubt that everyone in society, I believe, wants this to be over and for life to go back to normal and and for for all human rights and and society and freedom of movement to to be back where it was and life to be the way it was. Currently it isn't for many circumstances and we're seeing we're seeing them, you know, seemingly photocopy themselves from a year and a half ago over and over and over again. So is there, I I think the real way out of the circumstance and predicament that the world is in right now would be um, the number one um, set of morality for for myself. And that would be honesty. And I think we're not seeing honesty from the media. I don't think we're seeing honesty from scientists and doctors that are in the mainstream media uh, I don't see honesty from the government, um, and I don't know why a more honest approach and open communication from both sides of of your our beliefs, whether it's the left or the right, or vaccinated or unvaccinated, or whatever this weird narrative that seems to be going around media and the world currently why we can't just have a more open, honest discussion about really what is happening and why it's happening at at this time. Um, Yeah, okay, a virus, we we get it. But we get the mathematics of the virus now too because these numbers have been out for so long and these numbers keep changing. And yes, people are dying and it's it's a terrible thing. We understand that. But also, I mean, why are we just talking about one thing instead of being... um, more open and honest about everything right suicides um death overdoses homelessness um division divide mental uh, health mental health why are all these things being kind of pushed aside for this one main narrative which which continues to be fed by fear lies and propaganda and it's just not the right way for a society a world the globe nationally to approach a situation that is is not great for everyone. Right. And the news currently right now is this covert way or it has this covert way of manipulating, perpetuating immoral conditions among the people that are listening. They're sure. lying to them. And uh, well, it's hard not to lie when when greed, power uh, is becoming so readily available to these people mm-hmm. through the propaganda and lies and misinformation that is going around. Well, and when you kibosh conti- other sides of the information, yeah, it, it it's continues hard to get that, that human out. condition of slavery, right? And the secret class has can perpetuate that through the news. And, sure, and these aren't conspiracy theories or anything like that. This is all out in the open, and it's right in front of us, and it's happening daily. It's yeah. happening weekly, monthly, year, two years now. Like how how far along are we going to go with the same narrative without a more open and broad approach to solving a problem? Division will never solve any problems. It's going to create more problems and it's going to create more division and it's going to create things for the rich and powerful. And in doing that, it's 
going to create a society that becomes more divided and less morally correct. Right. Well, my next question to you guys then. So on the basis, kind of back to what we were talking about before the break with government and laws. So if the government law prohibits an action that doesn't cause a a harm to anyone else, are people morally obligated to obey that law? If it doesn't harm anyone else. So if the government puts a law in place that won't harm anyone, are we but morally- But prohibits up, an action. But prohibits an action. Hmm. It was Does, kind of- that's a tough one. Does the action, I mean, does that action go against any of the 30 laws in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights? Well, it wouldn't if it's causing harm or if it's not causing harm to anyone else. I guess restriction of movement isn't really causing harm. Like me not going to a restaurant doesn't cause me any harm. No. But it's a mandate. Mm, not it's wearing not, it. It's an interesting question. It is for sure. Yeah. Like, But technically on the moral standpoint, it is morally illegitimate because it needs to be voluntary and agreed upon mutually. Right? Right. I can mutually agree if I'm sick, I should not go to a, a restaurant. I would think that that's, you know, I think, and I'd mentioned that before. I mean, five years ago, if my daughter was sick, we didn't send her to school. Right. So, Or if there was a flu outbreak at the school, she didn't go to school for a couple of days. But laws like that, that are prohibiting actions of an individual and the basis that they are, maybe the action is still in moral obligation with natural law. It commands of coercion and it's backed by a threat of violence and those man-made laws by the ruling class are illegitimate because the right to a ru- uh, right to rule like authority is illegitimate. Right. So obeying the law of these illegitimate rulers as long as it doesn't go against natural law is morally illegitimate on a technical standpoint of what we're talking to- about right now. Right. But the compliance with the will of a dominating class like government perpetuates slavery, essentially. Right. But that will go back to that whole, the more morally correct a society is, the more freedoms they'll have. It's just like this big demon of government that's perpetuating all of these lies and stuff and the wrongdoings of classism and court, uh, covert manipulation. Um, so I kind of want to define right and wrong next, what we're going into next. So wrong behaviors based in lies, immoral actions, which are in opposition of natural law because they dominate harm over or do initiate harm over others. Whereas right actions are based in truth, morality, uh, which are in harmony with natural law because they do not initiate harm to others. Basis of right and wrong. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, that would lead into probably the most controversial question. I've been asking this question to everyone I've come encountered with, and I've gotten a lot of really, really interesting answers to it. Um, but this is probably the biggest, biggest question in this whole, all the series of questions that I have. Is morality subjective or objective? Do you think? I mean, it's very objective. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, it's object. I mean, it's not supposed to be, but I mean, 
There is so many things. Even, I think you're saying it's subjective. It's subjective. Yes. Objective mm-hmm. is um, like a fact of the matter, or is up or subjective could mean up to interpretation. Right. I mean, again, it can be so many different things depending on your belief. I mean, it's morality is supposed to be a set thing. Yeah. Right. Supposed to be. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be not based on perceptions or opinions. It's supposed to just be. Yeah. What do you think, Tron? Mm. Uh, agreeing with Keith again. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All I can like really have in my brain right now is the the written laws that aren't laws is uh, the whole mask thing. Like it's a law now, but it's not a law. Like I went to Walmart, I forgot mine or whatever. I was going to grab one and the guy's pointing at me and saying, hey, you have to wear this. It's just like, oh, so is this a law? They now? will call the cops on you. Right. So that's a law, but it's not a law. <laughs> so we're going back to prison rules. We're going back to <laughs> mental gymnastics. To yeah, it's, a, it's the same sense. thing if you want to go watch your kid play hockey and you're not vaccinated. I mean, it, it happens around here all the time and people are... And the cops are called and the people are removed. It's from- turned into a community guideline um, yeah. based in lies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Conformity, like everybody. And lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge oh. seems to be the one thing, but I mean, people don't think there is a lack of knowledge when they tune into CNN and Global News and MSNBC and CTV because. This is all they've heard for two years. It's yeah. the exact same so narrative, which is full of fact lies. To and them. now it's, of course and it's fact. now this is another thing where you have a society based in lies or you've got the news perpetuating lies or governments um, putting things into place that perpetuate more authority for them and less freedom for the people. Like that, that's immoral. It will always be immoral. Like it's, Morality is not based in any perception, opinion, religion, belief, which party you align to. They are constant. They do not change. Like that's what morality is. The right thing to do is always based in truth and moral behavior to your fellow man. So when did when did that disappear from, well, from it's, media? It's an interesting thing because we all uh, I'll get back to the media in a second, but it's interesting that that the lack of knowledge towards that, we all, do you guys know what a conscience is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like the little angel on your shoulder versus the little devil on your shoulder. For sure. I used to watch Looney Tunes. So that is your moral compass. And I think as society has moved on and I don't know where you'd put a pin in when this happened, but I think conscience, like trusting in your gut and your conscience is less evident now to trusting your government, trusting your, the scientist on the news, yeah, trusting, trusting the guy your, at six o'clock that tells you the same thing over right. and over for two years. Right. And we've been less in touch with our own moral compass and more in touch with our authority or our overlords or, whatever you would want to call well, any platform that you look at yeah. your phone that's in front of you that you look at. I mean, that's what you follow. You follow an Instagram story or you read something on Facebook or you, you hear it on the news and you're like, 
Well, it's interesting that that word is be. called follow, right? Right. Yeah, it is follow. You follow, mm-hmm. right? And you follow the people. I mean, follow the herd. That's right. Or you follow the people that have the same interests or thoughts or beliefs that you do or, or interests in music or art. I mean, I follow certain musicians, f- follow certain artists. I do that because that is is stuff that I like and I want to follow. I'm not going to follow someone that continually lies to me. It's very hard to follow that. I actually love doing it because I find it very interesting that this this can be put out in front of us every day and when we're just supposed to believe it. And it's a hard thing to do. Um, but again, I, I love to listen to all views and all viewpoints and hear what everyone has to say and and believe in a lot of different things from the left or the right and try to come to a conclusion through education and reading and knowledge. And I do that not for anyone else other than myself, but also at the same time to protect and to be the person I need to be for everyone that's around me. I think that's what you're supposed to do in society. And that's what we're supposed to do in democracy and freedom. And that's what we're supposed to do. That's what my conscience tells me to do as well, right? Is to be a better person and to be a, a is great- Is this a right thing to do or a wrong thing to do? And for sure. That is very objective. Like that doesn't change. That is a constant and natural law. For sure. So what's going on right now in society I don't agree with or believe in, but I didn't go make a fake passport so that I could go to a restaurant. Because so, I know for me, my conscience tells me that's not what I should do. Oh. But at the same time, I all my beliefs would say none of that makes sense. Like it doesn't so, make sense. You know. So is the perpetuating the demon a little bit more, right? Like do you ch- cheat the system and play the game and play the lies against the people that are lying to you and doing immoral behavior by doing immoral behavior? Like that's an eye for an eye makes the whole world yeah, go and blind. Yeah, I don't I don't do thing. any of that kind of stuff. I I I do what I'm you're sticking to your morals. I'm sticking to my morals, but at yeah. the same time, even though I believe something, I'm not going to break a mandate or a law because I believe in something. I, I don't mean society does that. That's why we're in the plight that we're in. Um, yeah. I just choose not to, to live my life that way. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not saying anything bad about anyone that makes a fake passport because they want to go eat dinner. I mean, go do whatever you want. Like, obviously yeah. it doesn't doesn't seem to matter if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated it hasn't stopped anything so in that aspect but for me and my, and my moral compass and my conscience i i just don't do that i i stay at home i take rapid tests i i provide distance and protect everyone that's around me or that comes into my business or my family members right so and that's just you know my little the little angel i guess on the left side yeah the little devil on the right side allows me to sit here and <laughs> and talk about the shit that I want to yeah. talk about without harming anyone, right? Like, what, what's yeah. wrong with having open conversation or dialogue or a belief that we're allowed to talk about and and have a conversation about? So, I mean, that's what's wrong with that? Is it wrong? Lots of people mm-hmm. will think it is wrong what I'm saying or what or what, what, we what talk I believe about. in or what we talk about it, and that's totally fine. But just know if you're listening and you don't agree with what I'm saying or what we're saying is a, is a group or a podcast. That has nothing to do with how I act in public. I, I, I keep, I do everything that I'm asked to do and protect yeah. everyone that comes into my business or that I'm around as family members or people I love. Yeah. That's what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I stayed away from the, 
during right. Thanksgiving dinner. I'm just like, okay, I'll do okay. my part. Yeah, I'll do sure. my part. That's you know? fine. I'm not. I'm not going to Staples and making a fake passport or trying to nope. download some QR code. Nope. Or, and, and I know that that's what they're saying. Everyone is doing that's unvaccinated right now, and that's another bullshit lie and propaganda to make people on the other side feel like this number that continually increases. It's still other people's fault, right? Yeah. And that's and that's yeah. what people that want greed and power and and our drones or sheep or fall into this thing. That's what they want to believe because they think that that's morally or that that's the truth. And it's just yeah. not, and it's just not the truth or the way that and it's it not actually based is. in moral behavior. And it certainly is not. And, and again, this comes back to. Well, it comes same. back to where do we get human rights? Kind of a little bit. Right. Like, yes, we had that UN documentary, but Human rights come from the moment you're born. It's inherent. For sure. Get your sin number. They come from the natural, like nature, meh, natural sure. law. Yeah. Um, to honor, respect others, treat others how you'd want to be treated. Those are natural rights that we have. But like you said earlier, we have to now have a license to be alive and get insurance. That's the most messed up thing I've heard in quite a mm -hmm. while. Because it is our right to be alive, be on this planet. Like, if I could move elsewhere, I would. Like, if I could go to a different planet, then right now, I totally would. I can't. So, I have certain rights living on this planet. Getting a license to be born, which is essentially your birth certificate as well. Um, that is a little license that you have that means you can contribute to society. You can't if you don't, like, have a birth certificate. Right? Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know where mine is. Yeah. I have half I should one. probably go get a new one. I have those, mine. Actually. It's like so old. It's like a piece of paper. It's, yeah, mine's mine. I, I took a picture of it when I, like, my mom held it on, sure. held it for me. So yeah. I needed it for something. Uh, just to go back about seven minutes talking yeah. about um, the fake news and a lot of, you know, where is it going? Where's the truth? Um, <clears throat> I think people have been faked out for a long time. And let's just go simple. Let's just go um, like when people go up and they sing a song or the big football game, a lot of times, they, what are they doing? They're lip syncing. Even in real concerts, they're lip syncing. So that's, sure. that's basically a lie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're going to pay money and you're being lied to. Milli Vanilli. Whatever. For sure. But um, Blame it on the rain. Right. So with that being faked out movies they're fake yeah right? right but people for me now they almost are, are enjoying the fakeness or are so used to being lied to and faked out because you can have somebody like arnold schwarzenegger go up blast a bunch of people off become come down as this like like metal Superhero. being yeah but then when Mar marilyn manson comes out and he's all this freaky guy. They actually think that Mar Marilyn Manson is that person, but everybody, everybody thinks. It, but with yeah, Arnold, they don't think he's actually walking around blowing people up. No, because that's, that's a movie. He's acting. Right? Music is acting. It's a, it's a, movies are acting. Is, is the news show. is acting. Yeah. And I think, right? and you're right. People love it. And the more controversial it is, people love it more. My cousin coined this term, the Eminem effect, when we were talking about the whole Travis Scott thing. Right. Um, about how 
people now are kind of like, it's almost like R. Kelly as well, like Travis Scott and R. Kelly. After you hear about what they've done and the whole Travis Scott incident, like, do you, morally, do you want to listen to that person now to contribute to their fame um, and all that? But the Eminem effect is there is a number of people that will like those individuals because they're controversial. For sure. And mm-hmm. be, like he coined it the Eminem effect because as a kid, he was told not to listen to Eminem. Because if you listen to Eminem's lyrics, they're really fucking off base and horrible. Like right. Talking about a, sticking a gerbil up his ass and mm-hmm. beating women and all that stuff. Like that's, that's gross. But he was told not to listen to that. So he thought it was cool and edgy For to sure. listen to it. And we live in a society that is so more Im, like morally corrupt that enjoying the lies or really off-putting lyrics or five movies of the purge is enjoyable to people because we're constantly living in this very immorally corrupt and sick society. And that's why we're so perpetuated in slavery in society. And that's why there's platforms, there's platforms and filters to make you look a different way. Right. And photos and all that everything. And I, and I know, I I don't know what podcast, but I may have brought this up before is that we are creating such a false sense of reality and we do it every day. Um, Everyone posts pictures on Instagram or Facebook. We're already in the fucking metaverse. Right. Yeah. You know, like we are already living in the metaverse. Uh, The, the metaverse VR goggles are just the next stage. We don't think we already live in it, but you see a room full of people already on their phones with the, the VR metaverse. Like you're so much more out of touch. You see it. At, I mean, I have a hard time when I go to a con, when I was able to go to a concert yeah. and you, you're there and I'm watching live music and everyone around me is holding their phone up, videotaping it so that they can show someone else it or, or, not prove, but say that they were there and this yeah. and that, and then they post it and they show it. And I'm like, you just, you did all that. You missed the entire, concert. you missed the entire show. Yeah. You weren't present in, in the space and time you were in. You're more concerned about showing that space and time to someone else in the future about where you were in the past. You missed living the moment. You're lying and editing and proofing and filtering where you were for the future and then we all see this stuff as a, a reality. So, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's such a weird thing to me. Like, I mean, when I was a kid, you just took a picture. And if you're, you know, your mom was falling over or your dad had a cut in his shorts or your eyes are red or whatever, that was, that was a true capture of reality that was happening at the moment. And it was very real and genuine. And it was a capture and it was a moment in time that was there and instant. Mm-hmm. Now you can take a picture and then you take another picture and another picture and filter then you edit it. them and filter them and add captions to them. And everyone thinks that everyone's living this brilliant, beautiful life. And it's just not true. And when you can base your own reality on lies, which a lot of people do, and, and listen, that's everyone wants to look people, good and I, and I get that kind of stuff. But, but that's why most people think we live in a subjective uh, moral society. And for sure. Morality is subjective because- yeah. Everyone attains to, or, you know, can resonate with that um, aspect of the lies. Let's put lies and all over our, all over our life. And For sure. That's why, like, objective And then, be, and then we get great satisfaction really out of looking good or taking pictures of you on vacation or doing this or that. Like, you know, does anyone take a picture of them in work clothes, you know, unclogging a toilet? 
Yeah. You know, no, but that's part of, that's part of reality and that's part of your life and everything else. But all these things seem to be blurred. And I think when you can do that on an individual basis and put that out there, it's very easy to just listen to someone and think that that's the truth. Right. Well, moral relativism, right? Like that can change on human opinion and they, everyone decides their morality for themselves. Like that needs to, that's the society we live in. And it's no way to build a society. And that's why everything around us right now is fake. Everything. Yeah. Right. And, and even going back to you, like you talking about the Eminem effect and touching on Eminem and his lyrics and stuff like that. I mean, I only ever listened to Eminem and I, I just kind of loved his music. I loved his rhythm, his talent, mm-hmm. his, 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 unique his ability, voice. his unique ability to do something no one else did. Um, the way he wrote the lyrics, a quotation, spit the lyrics, Whatever the way he did his thing, I think he was brilliant at his craft, and he was an amazing rap artist. Still is, um, but everything. I mean, regardless of the lyrics and and some of the stuff got very dark. Like, don't get me wrong, and and some, but a lot of it was some of most of it was reality of a story of his life, which made it very real and poignant. And another one, a lot of it became a show a and art and a character. And he was no longer Marshall Mathers. He was Eminem. And then that person, you know, blew up into this person that we know as Eminem, who, you know, with some reality is there, but with with some skewed reality becomes someone else, right? He's not, and he's just, he's this artist. And, and, and I think you have to understand that is he is an artist. Like you said, with Marilyn Manson, mm-hmm. Marilyn Manson was very well produced it was a it was a show. It was a scene. It was this. It was that. And it, it was a it, character. It was yeah. a character that very much at that time when Marilyn Manson was where he was at his highest level, spoke to a lot of people. And a lot of people just thought that that was him. They, they I mean, he they already went to Walmart like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, no. 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 He had to create this character. I yeah. Mean. And then he goes and washes it all off and puts his regular jeans on and yeah. you know drives his caravan home. Mm-hmm. Or his Lotus or whatever he drives, you know. And and I think that the separation of reality and non-reality is one of those things that has been very much manipulated and skewed. And I think, I don't think, I know that uh, the government and media and the intertwining of the two and lobbyists and being bought and paid for to spew a certain narrative has become very powerful because they know it makes them money. Yeah. Lots of it. All the world is a stage. I yeah. will just repeat that. Actually, because it's kind of prevalent to what we're talking about. I'm listening to a podcast right now um, called The Secret Life is Best about Francis Bacon, Sir Francis Bacon, who actually it was William Shakespeare. I don't even eat bacon He anymore. wrote all of the Shakespeare plays. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's evidence to suggest that he was the... Um, illegitimate child or like the love baby of Queen Elizabeth the first. And um, he invented um, scientism. He kind of perpetuated the secret societies in, of the world. He created the rights of Freemasonry. And there is evidence to suggest that he was the true William Shakespeare. Yeah. 
So that that one's a really good podcast if you yeah, like the be aspect cool. of because I have a tattoo. My first ever tattoo is all the world's a stage. Always thought it was by William Shakespeare. Turns out it's the most ironic fucking tattoo <laughs> ever. All the world's a stage is actually by Sir Francis Bacon. <laughs> Well, it makes sense. I mean, like all those people uh, that, that we're supposed to believe in, everybody watches the news and they listen to them talk and maybe they talk for about 15 minutes. I see it on YouTube once in a while. It's like vaccine and like what, where it's going on, protecting each other. Do you think when they're done that, at, when they're supposed to talk in front of a camera, do you think they're going home and talking about it? Of course not. It's no. Not. Well, it's their a, job, it's work, it's the narrative. They go that home, they've done their them. work, they go they're home. getting a paycheck and there's they're doing one that. I exactly. Think about that's all the, that's time. the point. Is like, I don't know if you ever remember Keith Wood, my really big distaste for Doug Ford and all of the mandates that he was putting into place. I do remember that. Place. Do you remember how much shit I talked about Doug Ford? Yeah. Well, I follow his daughter, Krista yeah. uh, Ford Haynes, and all she posts on her Instagram is in opposition to mandates, um, masks. Her husband, who was a police officer, just got fired uh, or put on leave, no paid leave, because he didn't have a vaccination. They actually, I think, did a big, like, um, talk on, like, a stage about his story and their story. And, like, she's, <laughs> she's Dougie's daughter, and she's talking about it openly, about how much she's now, do you think that affects their family relationship at home? I don't know. Does Dougie come an home act? and agree with her, or possibly, or is he? Or well, we don't know. That. And that comes back other. to the we whole don't. world is a stage and the whole thing. Like we don't know that. Like, and that's where it comes back to to me wanting transparency and open honesty about all these things. Is like, okay, uh, if that's the case, then that's the case. And you know, you're mandating these things, like. Obviously, Doug Ford is not doing it on his own accord and making these. I mean, you know, we know that these people are figureheads and they're being told what to do by the people that need to tell them what to do. But does that cause a problem? Like, does his, is his daughter coming over for Christmas? I don't know. Right. I'll Probably. check her Instagram stories <laughs> to see if there's a Christmas picture. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Things I think about in my own spare time, like. Yeah. So I have a couple other questions, but I think we should probably just go off on tangents. Yeah. We, I mean, I think we've touched on a lot of things about the way, the way it is going. And, and I mean, when you touch on human rights, morality, lies, truth, greed, power, money, um, there's so many different sides and people have so many different beliefs and follow their own thoughts and patterns. I mean, we haven't even touched on religion, which is a completely different set of rules and standards. Um, yeah. And, and that's a completely different topic whatsoever as well. Draped in a veil of morality. Right. But there are certain law or doctrines to religions that are very immoral, but For sure. I think the basis of religion and I'm not talking about spirituality or faith and, believe in whatever God you want, but there are basis of the religious structure in churches that are very, very immoral. Um, yeah. yeah. I think we'll stay clear. <laughs> Piss enough people yeah, off. I don't think we should get into religion, bit. but I mean, yeah, I think 
I mean, I know the three of us have very similar beliefs and that's why we do a podcast together and our beliefs may not be very similar to a lot of others, but everyone that listens to us, their beliefs may be the same. And we hope mm-hmm. that everyone kind of reaches out and can reach us on Facebook or not Facebook, Instagram and um, Facebook. send us, send us some messages. We'd love to have a yeah. talk in here with a whole bunch of our, you know, our listening audience. Well, we'll soon we'll do, we'll, we'll try we'll do a live show. We'll, we'll do a live show. Um, but we get some callers. That'd be great too. have people you know, call it, in live, yeah. have people, I would love to have a whole bunch of seats here and a mic in the middle of the room where we can all have questions and, and just, and put this out. I, I would love to, I'd love to have 10 or 15 people that completely disagree with us and, and talk to them about their beliefs or what, like I want to have 20 people in here that are vaccinated and yeah. I want to hear why and what their thoughts <laughs> are and their beliefs. You can't and, say that. I guess like if we're doing an event, uh, I don't know if it'd be an event. Oh, actually. Yeah. We could only have vaccinated people in here. That's true. Right. Uh, it would be a private event. No, we'll be, we can do a we'll private be on event. that side of the rail. Yeah. We'll be, yeah. We'll just separate the room in two. Put one mic up there and one mic here, and just we put plexi put in between. The plexi, it or something. and then we're fine because the good old works. plexi will save my life. We'll plexi up the stage, and Matt's we'll, we'll go. We'll be on stage. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll just build like two little cubes, non-vaccinated. Uh, vaccinated. Okay, can we do a time capsule? I thought of something this week um, <laughs> where we make predictions. <laughs> All right, we make oh, yeah, predictions because this this goes on the internet and it's there forever. They can't take it away. It'd be nice. Um. Okay, let's just go simple here. The masks. When do you think they're going to go away? And do you think they're going to go away? I heard Ooh. rumblings about in the new year by like early spring. I don't know if that was just bullshit rumors that I was hearing. I think they will end up going away. I hope they do. Because really, like if masks were helpful or were helping us stop this insanely deadly disease, would why have would done they it in be 14 in, days. Well, yeah. And why... Wouldn't there be biohazardous bins everywhere? Why are we allowed to reuse these things? Yeah. I, I don't see a lot of factual basis in a mask. Um, if we're being honest about this super deadly or a, a virus, you can survive like 99.97%. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't understand. And if someone could pose the or at least tell me what they do and how they work. I would love to hear that standpoint because right now I cannot see any logical fact or basis. Well, you know what we do? Critical thought. I think we know we can do this ourselves and it'd be pretty easy. So what is what you yeah. think masks? Let, no, I want, yeah. You think masks will go away? Yeah. When? Do you, okay. Back, yeah. Back what's to your, what's time. your date? Masks. I want to say spring of 2022. You so, say okay, okay. So I'll say April. All right. What about you, Keith? Say April. I am going to say that they are going to push the mask mandate and this as long as they can because it is making a ton of money for these people. I'm going to say. Oh, it's now a business. I wish I would have bought shares in masks. I'm going to say that this will go into 2023. Mm. I can't say a date, but I'm going to say that that all of next year will be mask mandated in public like all spaces. next summer nothing yep. like anywhere indoors i think uh for all of 2022 will be a will be masked okay charm what do you think okay <clears throat> i think i'm gonna do like the both of what what you're saying i think they're gonna 
Tron wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I shouldn't be able to, but I think they're going to take them away. Yep. And then put them back. But then that's variant. when all the numbers go up. Oh shit! I right? to say that too. And then then Tron's it's going right. to be settled Fuck as it. a law. You got to wear your mask. I Shit. hate him. He's so right. You're right. That is what's going to happen. That is what's going to happen. Well, it's kind okay. of like what they were doing. Like uh, people were saying that they were going to wait until after Christmas to maybe put us in a lockdown. I remember last year they were doing the same thing. They were going to wait a couple days to see how Thanksgiving went. And then mm-hmm. they sent us into another lockdown. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was just thinking when I was saying 2023 and you, you said spring and I'm like, oh, spring is Easter. And then there's going to be Canada Day and Independence Day. Right. And then there's going to be Thanksgiving again. And then there's going to be fall slash flu season. Then the kids are going to go back to school. And there's going to be Christmas. That's that's was that's where my brain okay, goes okay. because like I'm just going off of everything. Okay, so that in, in stone time years. capsule. Monday, time capsule. De- I say 2023. Okay. All right. Kelsey says April. April 2022. April 2022. And Tron says the Bath worlds where it's going to be in here and then taken off. Okay. Have a $20 bet. That's good. All right. And whoever gets it right underneath this, uh, when we send the link, uh, you get a t-shirt. Oh, the other side of the rail (laughs) t-shirt. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Whoever nails it the closest. All right. Well, let's add something else. And we're just talking about Canada, I guess. Uh, Can we, we can't do worldly like, okay. Yeah. Like Wait, just let's say yeah, Ontario. I was going to do a Biden one next. You were going to what? You, you got you got a you got a Biden. time capsule question. Yeah. All right. Let's do. Oh, okay. It. Yeah. When do you think Biden will have to step down from presidency? He already is. That's that's not him. Weekend at Biden. When is weekend at Biden going to actually yeah. put it out on a that he's no longer the president of the yeah. United States and he died. Three months ago, and they've been just <laughs> because of COVID. Because have, he'll get COVID. They and have a president robot. We all watched Inside Job on Netflix, right? Yeah, the that's president true. Robot. Okay, let me see, yeah. Tron. What What are you saying for Biden? When do you think Biden's going to be? I, I think he he like when they totally eliminate his face. just when his when no when his like, when it's not President Joe Biden anymore. It's President. No, it's it's, it's um, just not Joe Biden. Let's not say uh, the other man. person. It's it Joe Biden person. in the retirement home. The next. Black Lives Matter movement? Oh, no. Uh, no, I'm only the saying next that. Big riot? I think he's. Think yeah, the next he's, riot. Yeah, that's what I mean. For those. I think he is for those. The Democratic know, Party is for those. Uh, I'm going to say Biden will make it to. I don't think he will get to July 4th next year. That's a good one. Ooh, that's I don't a think, really I don't think he'll make it to July 4th. Oh, fuck, he can't even make it. Like I'm going to go. No, he should. He should I'm gonna already go be April on. April 2020 again on this one. April 20. All right. April. Fuck me. Like, imagine him, like, hiring him to take care of, like, Nuclear this place. Like, no, this place. Oh, just the bar? Like, just the bar. Just the bridge. Okay, here you go. He'd be fine, actually. We have three toilets. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it still doesn't help. Actually, some, some <laughs> people can't even make here. it to the um, oh, I had a thing. Um, so the girl I work for, Maddie, Maddie yeah. Linden from Muskoka Mermaid yeah. Painting, she was telling me that her mom just visited who's currently living in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Prior to her living in Nova Scotia, she was living down in Indiana in the States. Yeah. And I guess it's super like willy nilly for masks and mandates and stuff like that. When she moved 
to Nova Scotia, where all the mandates, like the masks, the vaccines and all that stuff was so much more prevalent and in your face. She says she feels she felt safer in Indiana, where there were less mandates than she now feels in Nova Scotia with all of the mandates, because there's so much fear perpetuated out to the people right now in Canada. I found that really, really interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, Gentlemen. some people do Sorry. feel safer that way. But no, she felt she feels like she's in more danger now in Nova Scotia when there's so much more mandates than uh, she yeah. did in That's Indiana. That's because when you, yeah, I know it's different per, per, per province. She's like it's it, like the fear is just everywhere, and that I found super well, interesting. We're Canada. Why are the different rules? Between provinces now. Well, they're going to find oh, more. Like, why provinces? are we all just divided? I really wanted, like, when I was first told I wasn't going to be able to travel because I'm not vaccinated, I was like, cool. I've done a lot of traveling through the United States, Europe, Australia, New Zealand. I need to go see my own backyard. Now, I can't even get from one side of the country to the other because I can't get a New Brunswick because I'm not vaccinated. There's a weird thing about her saying that, too, is, you know, when you're there with it, when it's more laxed, you start to feel safer. You start to you start to feel those things of way life used to be. You start yeah. to not realize that, wow, I, where's my mask when I get in the car? I got to have that to get in here. Where's I've this? Where's that? I've had mask anxiety a couple times. Like, oh, yeah, I walk me too. into the job right now that I'm working at. It's a construction site. And we're all distance and whatnot, but we're all, we've all been bubbled with each other for two weeks too. Right. Um, but I get sometimes a little bit of anxiety that I'm, where's my, oh, I don't need it for this job. Like, where's my mask? Like sure. before walking into a place, even to a buddy's home the other day, I had the thought of, oh, where's my mask? Oh wait, I don't need it. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a it, weird thing. And I think your aunt probably felt yeah. that like, you know, wow, this feels no, a little it was more Maddie's mom. or Maddie's mom. Sorry. Yeah. If I feel a little more free. I feel a little safer because I have right. a little more of my freedoms back. And then all of a sudden it goes back into this, you know, milit military state of what is going on. Like, yeah. The witch. And, and then you f start feeling fear again and you're like, Oh shit. Oh, Oh God. Oh, I've got to do this. I got to do That's that. Yeah, it's do also this. like the less news you watch, probably the more have peace of mind. You I did have. that for a while, but I've been back watching the news. So I'm a little uh, bitter again. So I, I'll have a question then for the time capsule. Yeah. Okay. When do you think vaccine mandates will no longer exist in Ontario? And uh, when's the year they're releasing all the information? In like 2070-something? Uh, so that's what I think, vaccine. I told my mom, just got back from Cuba the other day, and I asked her, I'm like, oh, mom, I think you have to get your, your next booster. Like, I think she's got two. And they're already talking about four um, vaccines now. And she's like, yeah, you um, you better get yours to catch up. I'm like, uh-uh, I told you when they release the information on this vaccine and I think it's in like 55 years, Yeah. then I'll consider it. She's like, for real? I was like, yeah. Like In 50 years? What? Yeah, why Why would I get it now? You're in a lifetime subscription now, mama. Like you've got to get one of these every three months now. Like have fun with that. Mm. I'm not well, doing it's only going to get worse because I know evidence came out last week and it's this is one of my little things that, you know, makes me super skeptical is that um, there's new information coming out that the NIH, which is the National Institute of Health in the United States, right owns stocks and 
are part owners of of the vaccine. Right. I I think which there we are always, a lot of which we always media this companies, was politicians that are being paid by Pfizer, Moderna, et cetera, et cetera. I think a lot of the broadcasts needs- are the, those are the commercials that are on. So obviously, right. if you're paying. You're paying for a commercial spot. You're paying for that time, and you're, and you're paying, paying the, the network and the company and general. all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, like I mean, scientists, science should be definite. It is not something we need to have faith in I because think we it should that be in grade a, 10. a matter of a fact. It is a process of collecting data, and it is supposed to be finite. It is not something that we need to have faith in. If there, if it was a fact that science, what, like an example for the vaccines, if it was factual that this was safe, there would be the evidence to support it. And it wouldn't take 50, 55 years to put out the evidence. If it was factual that it worked, the mathematics but we, how, and the equation a, would also yeah, show that. But too. it's an experimental vaccine currently. That is a fact. You can't really deny that. We don't know what it will do to people in one year, two years, five years, 10 years. I also think even what it will do or what it won't do to people in those years is, is a complete byproduct of what it's not doing right now. Oh, well, and what it's currently doing is it's giving a lot of soccer players right now, heart attacks. I've known someone they in their 20s oh, that have had constant heart attacks since they had their second dose. Mm-hmm. And they're 23 years old. And again, I mean, the side effects and the long-term effects and all these things that we don't know or the things we do know right now about side effects and the things that are happening to soccer players or children or pregnant women or wh- whatever these side effects are. Again, I'm going to put that totally on the side burner uh, for long-term longevity and and scientific fact and data which the data will be collected over time on and then the consequences will be collected over time but current day and state this vaccine these vaccines are not preventing the spread they're not protecting the people. Line. they're not protecting the people that are vaccinated more people are getting COVID that are vaccinated than are not vaccinated. Those, these are just the facts. This is not a viewpoint. This is not my belief. This is not anyone's belief. This is this is the fact. And these are numbers, mathematical numbers that are being put out to the general public and everyone can look them up. You can hear them on the Moose FM in the morning, which is a local radio station here. You can hear it on wherever. These numbers are coming out. So regardless of all the side effects and whatever may or may not happen, maybe nothing will happen. I'm not saying that it will. Current state to date is that these vaccines are not working to prevent the spread, prevent contraction of COVID-19. Bottom line. Period. End of statement. Fact that can be looked up very simply and easy. Yeah. That doesn't mean don't get your vaccine. That does not mean anything like that. I don't care what anyone does or doesn't do. Again, I do everything I need to do to protect everyone in my life. And I think all three of us do that. But the fact is what is being pumped into our bodies and what is being propagated on the news is not working, period. Yeah. 
Any thoughts on that? <clears throat> the whole system isn't working. I mean, like, oh, that's, that, I, that's just the beginning of it. At the beginning, <clears throat> at the beginning, we all knew that this was new and we didn't know what was going to happen and how to do it and how to make it work or how to not make it work. And the government and health, and everyone was guessing and everyone was trying to do what's best for humanity. Obviously, that's what we're supposed to do as a society. That's what we want to do. That's morally we don't want, correct. That's morally correct. And we don't want the world to have no people on it. Yeah. So, we don't. No, we but don't. those Georgia I mean, Guidestones. Right. So, and Bill Gates has also said that he wants, or no, 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 there was somebody else that was talking, I think it might have even been J.K. Rowling or something like that, talking about bringing- Is that the Harry Potter person? Yeah. She's fucking crazy. I just started watching Harry Potter. Never watched any of them, ever. What's wrong with Oh. Me? I've never watched them. Ever. Yeah, they're, they're I, cool. Yeah, I watched three, four, and five, and I, maybe we'll watch another one tonight. I don't know. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. No, they're awesome. I don't like that witch and wizardry stuff. People get fucked with your mind that are witches and wizards. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Looked across the room there at Kelsey. Oh, actually, uh, <laughs> speaking of our that night, that... I wasn't speaking of that night. No, but I am. Um, from our episode eight, when Keith and I talk about like our regression and all of our ghost stuff... Uh, that's going to be on Let's Be Friend podcast with Kara Mosher yeah. on uh, December 24th. She's releasing an episode. That's amazing. Uh, you're, she you're on has it. a lot of viewers and uh, people that her friends, she's asked for uh, little tidbits and Let's remember videos. to add that link and stuff uh, and hashtag. Yeah. In, in so that'll stuff, be coming so out get on, to listen to you on that podcast on Christmas Eve. But yeah, I've yeah, got a little Yeah, You sent me, you sent me the it. voice snippet that you sent to her. I thought it was brilliant. And uh, yeah, that's always kind of fun. Yeah, so that'll be on there on okay. Christmas Eve. That'll be fun. Do you have any more time capsule questions, Tron, before we get yeah, out of here? Yeah, I actually oh. like the time capsule idea. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's cool because then we can look back and see if what we if, thought if we're right. worked out. Yeah, uh, I think that's good. That's good for uh Yeah, listen, I mean, that. I, I mean, that's a lot. But like it, a lot it is a lot. Predictions and predictions. We said it here thoughts. first. We said it here first. Yeah. Uh, let's see who's right. I, I mean, yeah. I don't. We I just kind of want. I just kind of want everyone to live a great life, yeah. be happy, uh, have food on the table, have great family, great memories, uh-huh. feel love, and and feel safe wherever they go. And I think that's I think that's the thing. And I really wish that um, and be aware what's going on. Second, I guess. think educate and be aware yeah. and um, act accordingly in the sense of. All right, I think we're on a kind of teaching planet realm, and I think. We're supposed to be learning to be, I'm going to bring it back to morals, um, morality and immoral behavior. Like, I think we need to be learning to be better people. What's right and what's wrong. And right now in society, there's a lot of wrong. There's a lot of wrong going (laughs) on. And I I think that we all need to just maybe check in with ourselves. and Yeah, realize that that greed, money and lies uh, is currently the platform of belief and that we should... And get back in touch with your conscience because that is the best. And have conversations compass. with people that have different beliefs and start to help one another out yeah. and lift each other up instead of divide Do and to others, put each other which down. You'd want to be yes. done to you. Regardless of the any, regardless of any rule. beliefs or mm-hmm. any vaccine or no vaccine. Yeah, if you go to bullshit, yeah, if you go like, to someone's house and it's Aunt Jemima on the syrup container, pour the fucking shit. <laughs> pour right, the shit. pour yeah. it. Use yeah. it. Yeah. Why is respect her? Yeah, like the fucking- wo- yeah, the woke culture has really kind of got to a, a place, and I think 
I think we see offended on behalf of other people. Everyone is offended now with everything. And uh, I mean, the the best way. And with the threat of violence and canceling and and your freedom of speech and your free will is hindered on cancel culture. Yeah. But moral behavior would suggest that you should not act on by harming anyone else. Sure. But also be very true to your own values and your own beliefs and believe in those and research those and have conversations with others that believe in something else. <clears throat> and let's come to a general conclusion that we're all here for the betterment of each other and for the planet and uh, to create something that we all want to create, which is happiness, love, and you know, yeah. unity yeah. and community and a society that doesn't live and breathe fear, deception, greed, hate, and lies. Yeah, we're all living on this planet together. So why don't we just start acting like like it and having respect for each other? I wonder if I would say all this stuff if I was super rich. Uh, you no. Pro- you probably, no, you unless you anything. would have come into that money, um, I don't know. Or if I just won a whole bunch of money, would I be an asshole and be just like, fuck you guys? Probably not if you won it. Hmm. But if it was given to me and I was entitled to it and I felt a certain type of No, way. man, we're the underdogs. We're we're like the those seventies like uh you know, in those movies they have like the the guy, the, the people that don't believe in the system, the hippies, yeah, yeah. the yeah. I th- are we the new So I wanna like believe the new, in every like, system. kind of like rock culture that was coming up. Did you know, wanna know what's funny? Rage Against the Machine, all of their concerts you have to be vaccinated for. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. That's, gotta end it that's on that. Rage that's Rage Against the Machine that's, right that's, there. That's yeah. the machine. You gotta rage I, I against thought they that. were about fuck the system. But they were about that. I don't but know. again, maybe that was one of those, maybe that was an act. <laughs> all the world's I mean, a stage. That's a falsity. All the world's a stage. <laughs> if all the world's a stage, just make sure you stand on it. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> all right. There's so many things well, I wanted to talk I think about. We can, this. I think we're good. <laughs> Yeah, are we good? Are you on? Are you on a stage? Is there anything else you want to add, Tron? Yeah, I mean, this is, is Omnitron stage. Omnitron now? stage is here. Yeah, I just want Can- like I really want Canada back. Like I don't, the world, whatever. And that's one thing that I really noticed a lot was um, all of a sudden people that didn't care about the world, didn't care about each other, all of a sudden, oh, we have to care each other, be safe, you know, right. stick together, right? But pull yourself apart. Well, true caring way. for sure. yourself starts on a, a micro level. Like, and do you care about somebody like in fucking Amsterdam living on the fucking street right now? No. Do you, like, did you like, do you care about them now because they're not wearing a mask? They can't afford a mask. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, let's keep them safe from COVID, but like keep them safe from their lives. And yeah, it's, that, been, that's, it's that's, been a weird. Like, why do we care about each other years. now? You know what I mean? Like, why do we care about? We care to not care. Care what your medical history is or whatnot. You know, like yeah. yeah. Why are we all up in each other's? I, I think we like if we're all going to be divided. If everybody's dividing, we're dividing our provinces. Mm-hmm. Let's. Uh, I don't know. Let's divide get Canada back. Let's get Canada do, back. Yeah, why don't you divide communities, but divide really, like, society yeah. and everything else? Yeah, you let's have not to do start that. from a micro level, right? Like in order to love someone else, you have to love yourself first and then you can love someone else and then you can love a group of people, your community, your province, your country, your 
your fellow human. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it always starts on a micro level. And if we ever want any change into society to being a lot more of a morally correct society, working in like tandem with right versus wrong behavior, then we got to start on the small scale and then it'll work its way up. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll be able to like, we can say that we respect and care for like that homeless man in the Netherlands. Yes. I yeah. care that there's a homeless man in the Netherlands and I care that there's all these people living each and every one of their lives, but you got to focus on yourself and your immediate surroundings, your community, your people. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Make it, make it grow from a grassroots level. Make it grow from that level outwards. And then that's when I think society and humanity will start to change when we start to internally change ourselves and let that ripple outwards. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I think, yeah, I think if we're all just better people for ourselves and, and like I said, build each other up, help each other out have these conversations, have an open conversation and be respectful to one another. We can make this go in the right direction, but until that happens and until these lies and this propaganda eases off or we all stop believing in one thing and start believing in each other, we're going to go continually down the wrong path. And uh, that's not what we want. That's well said. Well said. You know, I think we, I think if we just reach out, I mean, and this is the season, right? Christmas is the season where all families come together and communities come together and in the spirit of love and happiness and enjoyment of, you know, the day that is called Christmas for whatever your belief in that day is. I think if we all just be better people to everyone else and to ourselves that we'll finally get out of this downward spiral that continues to seem to repeat itself through lies, fear, and propaganda. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to wrap up episode 16. Uh, We will link in the show notes, uh, the UN uh, video that we had at the beginning of the podcast. We will also put in the show notes, the document. I will be putting in the documentary by Mark Passio. Uh, yeah, what we'll on earth your, is happening. Yeah. I definitely suggest for people to look into his stuff. Like I've been on a amazing rabbit hole of Mark Passio content for the last little while. And I think it's, it's changing how I, how I act and I, how I view the world and how I want to be in this world. So we will put a lot of that in show notes, any closing other closing remarks from you guys. Uh, I want to talk about Canada Day next one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. I want to. Like, I think talk that's going to be a big one. Yeah. I think. Uh, or, what? Yeah. <laughs> the past Canada Day. The past Canada Day. The past one. Oh. Yeah. You, that's what you want to talk about on the next episode. Yeah, the next one. Yeah, just for a bit. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Talk about whatever we want. Let's talk about Canada. Sure. It's our fucking podcast. Yeah. Talk about whatever. Talk about whatever. Bracebridge. Stop sure. Let's talk about Aurelia. <laughs> poor Carling. Oh, we already talked about poor Carling. No, we're not allowed to talk about poor Carling anymore. All right, Keith. All right, thank you so much. I think for me that was I, I pretty much said everything, and we t- we touched on a lot of topics, and I can't wait to sit down again and talk about something else, and hopefully it's not as deep and heavy, and maybe we'll just have a bunch of laughs and talk about something fun. Yeah, let's do a fun one. Let's next do a fun one. one. Let's right. do a fun, okay. funny. That was one. our serious one, guys. So. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get fun next time. Yeah, everyone talk to everyone and be open and honest and create something better. And treat unto others. 
do which, unto others do, as you sorry, wish do unto others what to you do would unto like, you. Yeah. The golden rule. Yeah. The golden <laughs> rule. The golden rule. We should name this episode. Or the golden the rule. rule. Let's name it. The golden rule. Done. Done, right. Done son. All right. Till next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.